Hey guys, welcome to Anchor. Um, if you guys are interested in creating your own podcast, you can create a podcast with Anchor. Anchor is free, and you can use it on your phone or computer. Also, Anchor has a lot of different tools where you can record and edit your your uh, podcast, and it'll sound great. Okay, so um, when I first started doing podcasts, I started doing it on my computer. And I was using uh, different softwares, and it was kind of difficult to do the editing tools. However, Anchor has a great editing tool that you can use. And also, you can also share it on different platforms, such as Spotify, Apple, and Google. And, you know, it's, it's no problem, no hassle, guys. So if you're thinking about also doing your own podcast, check out Anchor. Hey guys, what's up, what's up, what's up? It's your boy Ace. Welcome to the room and welcome to Ace at Night. Um, I want to introduce uh, another co-host that is a part of another podcast. Her name is Verse. Say what's up, Verse. What's up? Don't be cute. Say what's up, Verse. <laughs> hey y'all. And she is kind of cute, you know what I'm saying? Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy. Okay, so, so cute. We had to put a ring on it. <laughs> ski, ski. <laughs> All right, guys. So tonight I'm going to be doing a podcast on a controversial topic um, that's always around the country. All right, so it's always a case where there's a white person killing an unarmed black person, and. Verse, I want you to take us into this topic tonight. Go ahead. Okay, so I don't know if you guys heard about the um, the shooting um, that happened in Dallas, Texas between the um, white police officer. She was a woman, and she entered into um, the wrong apartment when she got off duty, and she shot an unarmed black guy in his own apartment. Um, do you know the young like the uh, Amber Geiger? That's the officer. Yeah, the officer's name is Amber Geiger. Amber Geiger. Do you remember the victim name? His last name is Boham. Boham. That's yeah. the victim. Do you know the, his first name? Nah. I gotta research that. Okay. And where did it take place? In Dallas, Texas. In Dallas, Texas. Um, okay, guys. Um, for one, I want to know what you guys think about this case after we speak on it. And how does this really affect you in your day-to-day lifestyle? Um, me, I am a black male, African-American male, African male, indigenous, <laughs> aboriginal, you know. How do <laughs> you know that? Did you take the, uh, what is it? First off, I the am. DNA a, test? I'm an Indian, too, okay. you know what I'm saying? But Taino. You, I'm a Taino Indian. Accessory. Black brother. Accessory. And so I don't need I, man. I look at my nose and my cheek structure. Okay. Okay. Right. If I look at my bone structure, you'll see I'm black. <laughs> you see I'm Indian. If you look at my hair texture, I am Taino Indian. All right. Whatever. All right. From the islands. That's anyway. right. Shout out to my Indians out there. Shout out to my <laughs> other black men out there. All right. Anywho, guys, um, this subject is a little controversial for me because I have previous experience in law enforcement, and being a law enforcement officer there are certain things that i look at and a lot of times you critique your um profession's work 
I mean, a lot. If somebody do something that's jacked up, it's like, what are you doing? And verse came to me from her perspective. And I want you guys to get verse perspective. And then I'll tune in on my perspective on this particular case. Um, Recap what we talked about earlier on what you saw and how it made you feel verse. Okay, so... I was watching Amber Geiger's um, testimony today because I I think today is the first day of the trial. And she was very remorseful, from my opinion. Like, she was so emotional, she could not even finish the um, testifying. They had to give her time to, you know, recuperate and get herself together because she was just so emotional. She was talking about how she wished, you know, it would have been her that died at night, how she, you know, feel her life is over and how she just so you know, sad that she did what she did to this innocent guy. And, you know, she, I mean, she just was very, very emotional and very, very remorseful in my opinion. And so that's when I came to Ace and I was like, you know, maybe she made a legit mistake. You know, we're all human. Let's take color out of it. Um, and just look at her as a human being. Maybe she, she had worked 15 hours at night and maybe she was just really tired from overworking and she walked into the room apartment okay guys i want you guys to um you know tell me how you feel about verse point of view on all that all those uh points are very legitimate points um from verse perspective and i I thank you for your perspective as well and you know i know that you're speaking from a legitimate perspective because that's exactly what you told me earlier however um from my perspective i feel like it's bullshit (laughs) damn like flat out bullshit and I'm gonna tell you why um if you're in your apartment and for whatever reason you left your door open because you're about to take out the trash or you forgot to lock your door or whatever reason it is maybe you feel safe because you have a police officer that actually live a few doors down and she was clearly the courtesy officer there in the apartment complex that means she was familiar with the landscape of that apartment um and i believe you told me that he had a red mat on the floor and i'm sure the numbers outside of the door said the right apartment or that was directly on the door um, I'm sure that she did not just bust into that apartment, pull out a gun and say, get on the floor. Well, she, she thought that, okay, this is, this is the whole scenario. So, you know, she comes up to the apartment. The door is slightly open. She goes in cause she assumes this is her apartment. And she thought that it was a burglary, burglary in progress. But she has a radio, correct? Um, I don't, yeah, but I don't know if she had undressed. I don't really know if she had completely came out of her uniform at that time and or what. I'm not okay. sure of that. Well, all right, here, here's my thing. I feel like when you have a gun and if she did have other, if she did have her, if she did have her tool belt on, she had mace, she had a taser, she had an aspartan, and she also has the ability to go hands on. When you join law enforcement, you are trained tactically to do tactical takedowns, come along, arm bars, and also compliance strikes. Um, However, if you are in your own home, as a citizen, you have the right to refuse an unlawful arrest. He He had the right to be where he was supposed to be. 
if I'm in my house, I haven't done anything wrong. You come into my house and you give me verbal commands. I am not going to listen to you when you say put my hands behind my back. I don't trust you. Throughout the whole media situations, all everybody has been hearing is that white officer has been killing black men that are unarmed. So he probably felt like he was under attack when, when she came in this house. Yeah, I, I'm sure he was probably surprised. He probably was surprised. Um, in the video that they released, um, she said, because um, there's a body cam uh, video out of the other arriving officers. And she was like, oh, he was eating ice cream. And so. The man was happy. And the, the thing is, I this is how I personally feel. I feel that a lot of times being a black man, your opinion, your voice, whatever you got to say does not matter to a white officer. Yeah. They're automatically right and you have to obey exactly what they say. And if you don't, they're going to show you how much power they have over you. And they're going to shoot you. They're going to kick you in the head. They're going to tie you up. They're going to do everything they can do possibly to you to harm you and not help you. And we've seen that on a number of occasions. There was one other incident that's outside of this incident where um, a black dude was having a episode where he needed help. He called the police. He was stranded on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. The white lady said, drop the weapon, drop the weapon. He did not have a weapon. He was walking towards her. She shot him. Yeah. They had helicopter footage of and it. And she was trying to say she she feared for her life. She said she feared for her life. The helicopter. But I feel like that situ- situation like that is different. To, it's to not. Me. It's not different because it's the same thing. And it's bullshit because this officer will get off because she's saying everything that every other white officer say when they get on the stand. I felt threatened for my life. Let's look at the facts. She went into the wrong apartment, correct? Correct. When she got into that apartment, it wasn't... Her furniture was nowhere in that apartment. Correct? Correct. But I don't even think they registered. Well, you know, I don't know. A lot of things registered when you go into a location. I went there, so I don't know. I'm just assuming that they hadn't registered yet. She's using the defense that she worked all day. Now, there's a fact. Whenever an officer is in a high stressful situation, there's a thing called tunnel vision that occurs. And that can limit your sight of vision. So, okay, let's take out the fact that she may didn't see any... Um, let's just say she didn't see any of the telltale signs that she wasn't into. She wasn't in her apartment because she experienced tunnel vision. But she damn sure wasn't tired because endorphins and adrenaline kicks up in your body anytime you are in a fight or flight situation um this subject is so controversial to me because i can see what she messed up at and i also can see where there have been countless of cases where when it's a white person in a situation like this the justice system does not see them as a criminal yeah, you're absolutely right. And yeah, she's crying on the stand. Mm-hmm. Yes, she's hurting. And is there any doubt in my mind that she don't feel remorseful? I feel like maybe she, if she made a legitimate mistake, I will give her the benefit of the doubt and say, okay, she walked into the house. It was the wrong house. She shot the wrong person. Okay. Oh my God. 
I, I, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have did it. But do that bring back the victim? No. It's still a sad... It's a sad situation, I feel like, for both of them. She lost her career. She could possibly lose her life because they're trying to give her up to life in prison. And he lost his life. And his family has to go on, you know, throughout life without their loved ones. So it's very sad. And I... I, I you know what I'm saying? Like, it's... I don't know. It kind of goes back to like kind of like you know I just feel like when I saw her up there I was like oh oh shit she might legit just made a mistake that night and it you know it's gonna cost her her whole damn life okay well I personally never want to see anybody go to jail for life or anything like that because the judicial system is just broken and a lot of times in the judicial system a lot of people are in there for the wrong reasons yeah and we just saw a case where this guy was convicted and he's he has 50 years in prison and there's no evidence to actually convict mm-hmm. the guy but okay it, it's like we were stating though it the, the judicial system is it it favors more white people than it does black people and that's my point and i say the reason why i say it's bullshit is not not so much of the fact of of just critiquing her mm-hmm. it's more the fact that she her voice will be heard and this man you know his voice has been silent mm-hmm. there's no riots around this there's no heavy media around this um, yeah we're seeing the case on TV because I feel like they're trying to push it out there the media has a way of spinning things the way they want to spin it um True. And they also want people to be up in arms and divided. I do not preach division. You know what I'm yeah. saying? There's a lot of white guys that I work with and females that I work with. I felt that were not racist and that they had the citizens mind. They had the citizens best interest in mind. Mm-hmm. And this is not a shot at all white officers. However, I do feel that white officers get the benefit of the doubt over black officers and that the same racism that um, everybody receives as being black even happens when you're a black officer if a black officer shoots and kills somebody that person is going to stay in jail until their trial when a white person shoot and kills somebody they might get out on bond and then go to their trial hearing you know what I'm saying? They get the benefit of the doubt. They get to be with their family before they even get sentenced to a long sentence. Some guys just be in jail, stay in jail, and that's just, you know, what it is. So I I want to point out the racism that is in the judicial system. Nobody is really talking about how the judge give black people, black officers, black lawyers, black doctors, even if a black judge do anything out of the ordinary, they get the maximum. Yeah. Nobody looks at the fact that they may be exposed to PTSD. Nobody look at the fact that they were tired when they they had been overly worked. You know, nobody look at the fact that maybe they was going through stressors because of child support or spousal abuse or any of those things. There are black women officers that are actually getting beat by their husband. They're protecting people all day only to go home to be domestically abused by their husband. Mm-hmm. But they would never speak up. 
But if they go to work and they snap and they hurt somebody in the course of duty because that man uh, kind of reminds them of the dude who is hurting them at home, they can't use that as a defense. As a defense. Because for one, you are trained. You have been dealing with the public all day and you haven't had not one blip. Yeah. You went to the right address all day. When they, they dispatch you the addresses that you don't even know the location to and you don't even pull up to the wrong house because of GPS. Yeah. You reassure that you're at the right house. You follow the proper procedures and protocol. You're trained yeah. to be a professional at all costs. And that's where my critique actually come in at. It's more so on where white people, white officers are favored in the judicial system over black people and black officers. And I say black people and black officers in a sense of sworn and civilian. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's it's a very controversial um, topic for me. I kind of really didn't want to do this topic tonight because it's not a fun topic because... Nobody uh, wants to talk about race. And, right, right, um, right. The, you know, the whole... You know the juices around it, and I—I I mean, I'm—I'm I'm black, so of course I agree with you. And you know, well, we—we we see it. Yeah. You know, we live in it. Mm-hmm. Nobody understands what we go through. Yeah, but us. But us. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. I'm not making the podcast to be divisive, but it's definitely a topic that I think we all should have an open discussion about, and also, you know. Maybe one day we all can go and start going into the legislators and fighting for a better judicial system and yeah. fight for fair sentencing. Also releasing some of these people that's in prison that they don't de- deserve to be there for 50 and 60 years for crimes that there's no evidence for them to be there. And they suppress something in those hearings that could have cleared them. They alibi it. Their alibis were actually good alibis, but because they're black, that they're there for X amount of years. And I'm sure that may have happened to some white people too. Or Hispanics based on where, you know, they live at the time and people really want them to go to prison. Like a lot of these cases need to be reopened and you know, it's time to open them it's time to open up the gates and let people free. Yeah, I agree. You know what I'm saying? And if this young lady gets free or less sentencing than anybody else who committed a mistake as a murder is just going to prove the point that the judicial system favors whites. Yeah, that's true. 